you're going to want to be someone who claims their goals. You must claim it. You must claim what you want. And, and this is about really giving your, yourself permission to want what you want. I call it permission to be rich. Hello and welcome to the psychology of making money for women entrepreneurs and business owners. This is a special four-part series and I'm your host, Amira Alvarez. I am the founder and CEO of The Unstoppable Woman, a global coaching company helping women make bank and have a delightful life. What do you think about that little elevator speech? Make bank, have a delightful life. Isn't that what we all want? I know that is what, you know, back in the day I was going for and now I live. So I hope that resonates with you. In this four-part series, we are going to be covering four major things in each of the episodes. So the first one is claiming your destination. That's what we are covering today. We are going to be talking about that in a lot of detail. This is so, so important because your destination is like your North Star. It's like the, the place that you're going. It It's calling you forward. Without it, you do not have... Uh, some place to steer towards. You you will be aimless. You won't achieve your big goals. So claiming your destination is so important to actually making the kind of money, the kind of income, the kind of revenue, the kind of profits that you want in your business. So we're going to talk about that in depth today. Then part two is on claiming your way. That's the plan. That's coming up next. That's part two. That's the plan. That that's the next steps. That's the the part of this that is so critical. Well, all of it's critical, but it's it's the how to. It's the things that you must do in order to execute on your big goals. So if you if you want to make more money, we live in a cause and effect universe, there are things you have to do, new causes that you need to put into effect that are going to help you achieve the that money goal that you have. And quite frankly, this works for all your goals. But right now we're talking about the psychology of making money, who, how you have to think about that and what you need to put into play to make that happen. Okay. The third part of this series is claiming your belief system. Now, this is the linchpin of it all. You cannot miss this part of the series because without this, nothing else works. You'll get a lot of great information, but if you don't claim a belief system that actually allows you to execute on the truth of who you are, on the on your big goals, on what you know you're capable of doing, your full potential and your purpose in this life, if you don't claim your belief system that will allow you to do that, you won't be able to execute and you'll start spinning in circles and you'll get frustrated and you'll You'll blame X, Y, and Z over here when it's really your belief system and your identity. So we're going to dive into that. Super, super critical. Do not miss that. And then part four is claiming your feminine essence. Now, so many women in business, women entrepreneurs, we're quite driven. We're very goal-oriented. We're very task-oriented. We have a lot that we're really capable of and and executing on every day. And we tend to stay in our masculine essence, that action taking drive part of us. 
and sometimes we forget the feminine side. So we, the feminine side is equally as important. It's what allows you to receive. And we're going to go into a lot more detail on that. And this is where the, the claiming the delightful life is uh, going to, to be part of the plan here. So this is how, when you integrate that masculine and the feminine, how you really claim your delightful life. Because, you know, what's the point of making bank in your business and making more money in your business if you're not living a delightful life? So I really stand for actually having it all. Now, I don't mean that in a pat way. I don't mean that in a um, just wave a magic wand kind of way, but creating your life and your business so it's delightful and you are living full out and feeling awesome most of the time. So there you go. That is what we are covering in today's series. So uh, in in this four-part series. So for today, we're covering claiming your destination. And before I get into the details of that, let me just introduce myself to those of you who don't know me in detail. Maybe it's the the first time you're listening to some of my stuff. Um, I am, like I said earlier, the founder and CEO of a company called The Unstoppable Woman. And we do business coaching for women entrepreneurs, women small business owners who are at different levels in their business, but they all have one thing in common. They all want more out of life and they all have big dreams and goals. They are committed to their personal development and being unstoppable in their lives and their businesses. And yet there is something stopping them and they know that they need to get out of their own way and stop self-sabotaging in order to be that woman who executes on her big goals and dreams. So I help women do that and we do that from the business side of things and we integrate the the life side of things because like I said, you know, what's the point of making bank if you're not living a great life? So we want to look at like all of that. And my story is one of being you know, classic middle-class upbringing, great parents who did their best, uh, had lots of money stories and limiting beliefs about what was possible in life, but did also uh, set me up for success in the best way that they could. And, you know, I was brought up to get good grades in school and do my best and cross my, uh, dot my I's and cross my T's. And, and play by the rules, even though there was always an aspect of being a rule breaker, um, especially when I was a teenager and discovered boys. Um, but that's another story for another podcast. Uh, but, you know, I, I, you know, grew up in corporate, did really well in, in doing that. I, had, I was a consultant for a little while. Then I ran my own business in a totally different industry and um, a mind-body um, practice. And then I'm, I moved across the country and decided to give my shot, you know, try my hand at this coaching thing, because I had a lot of people asking me how I had been so successful in that, that other business. And I realized that I really was great at coaching women to, to have success in their businesses. So that's how I came to be me in, in this role. But there's one big missing piece in this story, which is what happened when I hit my limit. So, you know, I was successfully growing my business from 30K a year to 90K a year to 138K a year. And I was proud of myself for making those big, big leaps and jumps those first three years uh, in this business. 
But then I hit a wall where I couldn't work any harder. And my one strategy was work harder, just work harder. And I was trying a lot of different marketing strategies, don't get me wrong. But that was like my, my overarching focus was if I just put in more time, if I just did one more thing, one more task, I would get ahead. And I am not knocking effort because there is something to be said for being the person who, you know, comes in early and stays late and puts the effort in. There, there is uh, a power in that. And yet it's not the only solution and you can burn yourself out. And it was when I hit 138 and I, you know, I couldn't work any more hours. You know, I was already working 12, 14 hours a day. I couldn't, I couldn't work any more hours that I then started to study success and what the uber successful people do to grow their business and become the multimillionaires and billionaires. So what do they do? And I went on a, a research project on that. And I studied with a, a very um, excellent mentor who helped me break through my belief system. Again, pay attention to part three in this series on belief systems. Um, and that year I went from making 138 to making 700K. When I studied what successful people did, I studied universal laws of success. I teach those now. I'm a, a master at those. And I didn't just study them, but I applied them to my life and to my business and I saw the results. And then I worked with a mentor who had uh, done walked this path before me, could help me see things that I couldn't see myself and really guide me in changing my beliefs and my identity. And when I, when I did those things and became someone who was accountable to her goals and, and dreams, which we'll talk about just in a little moment, then I, I went from 138 to 700K that year. That's a five times income increase. It's not impossible, you guys. I did it, you can do it. Now you have to want it, and you have to be someone who's unstoppable and you have to be someone who knows what to do to change her outcomes. And this series is the beginning of teaching you how to do that. And after I, I, I five times my income, I then crossed the seven figure mark and it's never been, you know, I've never looked back. The company is amazing. I love my clients. I love the work that we do. And it's so much fun and I'm living a crazy, amazing life. Okay. That's my story. So now let's talk about claiming your destination, claiming your destination. So where are you going and what do you want? That's where you have to start. Where are you going and what do you want? Desire is always the first place that you need to start. If you don't know what, to, what you want, how are you going to get there? It's like getting in your car and just starting to drive and thinking that you're going to get to your destination, but you haven't put the GPS in the, the, the maps, right? You haven't put it into Waze or Google maps or whatever you use. Right. And you're just, you're like, oh, well, I, I want to go to the, the, my lawyer's office or I, you, well, that's a destination. See, you put it in, you have to know where you're going. You can't just assume that the universe knows where you want to go. Now the universe does put you in the way of opportunities for sure that will lead you more and more into your purpose and your 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 ability to grow your potential but that's a a slightly different topic and a slightly different way of looking at things 
right now, I just want you to realize that desire is causative. Desire, what you want, is actually how the universe, spirit, source, God, all the energy that is, infinite intelligence, whatever you want to call that power, that life force, that desire is how that life force gets you to move in the direction of your purpose, of what your spiritual seed, which you were born with, everyone was born with a, a spiritual seed. It's like your spiritual DNA and it's, it's your calling in your life. It's, it's the reason you were put here on earth. It is what you were meant to do. And yet it gets uh, suppressed and it gets, uh, I'm going to make up a word, modified, right? Like the, it, it, it gets uh, covered up with the gunk of our conditioned thinking, our past experiences, the way we make ourselves wrong and bad. Again, please come to the belief systems. Um, please listen to the belief systems uh, part of this series. That's part three for more on that. And it gets, it gets suppressed. It gets covered up. It gets diluted. It gets um, confused. You you don't know where you're going and, and you don't know what you were put here on earth to do. And quite frankly, you have to keep walking the path of going after your goals in order to see the big picture, the next picture. You can't see it from where you are now, but that does not mean it's not here for you right now. And desire, what you want is how you know which direction to move in. It's what's calling you forward into your purpose. So the first question that you need to ask yourself is, what do you want? What do you really, really want? So take a moment, spend a few minutes, and write down what you want. Most people don't have goals. Most people don't claim what they really, really want. And, and there have been studies done Gail Matthews from Dominican University did a study that showed that people who identified their goals and wrote them down and made a public commitment and, and were accountable to them had a 42% increase in their achievement of their goals. 42%. 42%. 42%. Wouldn't you like to have that kind of increase? That gets you halfway there. That's amazing. And it's why in our, our high-level mastermind, the spirit of wealth, that we do accountability, we do public commitment, we, we write down our goals, we update our goals. There's a whole process around this. Because if you don't have a clear goal, a clear destination, you are self-sabotaging. You are getting in your way. Now, what kind of destinations do you need? What kind of destinations do you need? I like to work initially with a one-year goal with my clients. I want to know what they want to make in the next 12 months. That's a good uh, amount of time. Now, if you're partway through the year while you're listening to this and you just want to do, you've already set your goal and you know what your goal is, keep that goal. If, the, if that goal is through December 31st, that's great. Keep that goal. But if you haven't set your goal, set your next 12-month goal. 
Okay. You also want to start thinking three years and 10 years out. That's a little bit more challenging for some people. It depends on where you are at in your business journey. Then you need to have monthly goals, 30, 60, 90 day goals. Okay. So those would be monthly, but that you're looking out 30, 60, 90 days. And then you need to have weekly goals and you need to have daily goals. And again, this is something you need to be accountable for. If you're fuzzy about this, if it's not written down, if it's not articulated, you won't achieve it. So what are the top things that you're doing every day in your business? What are your goals for today? Are there going to be more than three? Absolutely. But if you can write down your top three goals, you are going to be so much ahead of things. It's so critical. Okay. So critical. If you don't have your goals written down, you will be going in circles or, and, and let me, let me say this differently. You'll be going in circles because you'll go in this direction and then you'll change your mind and you'll go in this direction and then you'll change your mind and you'll go in this direction. So you have to have goals. And if you don't have goals, you will either, and you're spinning like that and going in circles, you were either going to flatline, meaning some months are good, some months are bad, some months are good, some months are bad, some months are good, some months are bad, but ultimately you end up basically at the same level. Maybe you make a little bit more money, but you're basically at the same level. Or you spiral down. You get so frustrated with yourself and then you get go down a rabbit hole of frustration and kicking yourself that you you lose faith in yourself and you start spiraling down and you give up on your dreams and you don't execute. And if you do that again and again and again, you lose the this that confidence in yourself to achieve what you know you're capable of achieving, but now it's become a pattern. So we really don't want we really don't want to to flatline and we don't want to do the downward spiral. We want to be unstoppable and, and, and understand where we're going and what what we need to do. Okay. So you're going to want to be someone who claims their goals. You must claim it. You must claim what you want. And, and this is about really giving yourself permission to want what you want. I call it permission to be rich. Okay. And that's different for, for each person where they're at. For permission to be rich for one person might be making 50K for another person it might be crossing that six figure mark or crossing that seven figure mark or crossing that eight figure mark and being, you know, you're making $10 million a year. Let's add an extra zero there. That's like, what is your level that you're going for? Don't compare yourself to me. Don't compare yourself to, to Joe, Jane or, or Jesse or Susie or Rachel or Jennifer. P- compare yourself to you. What would be rich for you today? not in the future, but today. You have to claim it. You have to give yourself permission to be rich. And you've got to get hooked by that money goal. You, that number has to get you so excited that, that you get out of bed every day, no matter what, raring to go and not feeling like, eh, maybe it's not that exciting to me. Okay. You have to be hooked by it. And then you have to decide that you're going for it. You're going for it. And, and I'll get to that in a moment, but let's talk about the three types of goals that most people, um, that th- there's three types of goals that 
you can have and where most people land and which one you need to choose if you want to be unstoppable and you don't want to be flatlining or spiraling down. If you want to be an unstoppable woman in this area of your life, in the money sector of your life, okay, don't shut off if you're like, oh, money doesn't matter so much. I don't really want, that's you like negating yourself, going into denial and saying, oh, this might be hard. This might be challenging. This might force me to stretch and I want to shut off. Actually, your desire, whatever number came to you when I said, how much money do you want to make? That's the truth. How much money do you really want to make? Don't start self-sabotaging and going into a money story here. Okay. There are three types of goals. There's sideways goals, step goals, and stretch goals. Sideways goals are, you know, this is an equivalent thing to what you've already achieved. It might be in a different arena, but it's like, I know I can do this. This is, this is a same level goal. There's nothing that's challenging you here. Ever feel like a fish out of water? Like nobody really gets you? Well, if you are loving this podcast, then you'll love the Unstoppable Woman community. Meet high-performing women going for more in their lives and businesses at the Income Breakthrough Summit that we are holding for you. Learn more and grab your ticket at theunstoppablewoman.com slash summit. I hope to see you there. A step goal, and this is where I think most women get kind of confused. They've been taught not to go for more. They've been taught, you know, that tall poppy syndrome, don't don't put yourself out there so much. Like the, the world's going to knock you down and call, call you too big for your britches kind of thing. This is where most people go off track and they, they do a step goal, which is let's say you're making 50K, you say you want to make 75K or 100K next in the next 12 months. Say you're making 250, you say you want to get to 500 or 300. Are these large steps for most people? Yes. But if they feel like a step to you and not a stretch, they're too small. They're not exciting enough. Okay. So when I was making 138 a year, I claimed making a million dollars. That is a stretch goal. How the heck do you go from making 138 to a million dollars? That's crazy. That's like, I had no idea how to do it. And that's one of the, the attributes of a stretch goal. How the heck am I going to do that? How is that even going to work? I have no idea, but I want it. And I'm hooked emotionally by it. It is something that is really super, super yummy to me. So that those are the three types of goals. One is a sideways goal. You got to make yourself unavailable for that if you want to be unstoppable. The, the second one is a step goal. This is where most women hang out. And they wonder why they're not getting the results that they want. If this is you, I'm calling you forward and I'm saying, I get it. We're not taught to go for more. And yet here's new information for you. Now's the time to claim your big freaking badass money goal. It's time to step into more. So what is that? The third type is your stretch goal. Claim that. What is the thing that, that scares the pants off of you, but also makes you really giddy, makes you really excited? What is that? Okay. So what kind of goal do you have now? 
And what kind of goal are you going to claim after you've heard this? This will separate you from the pack and make you truly unstoppable. Okay. Now, again, don't compare yourself to anyone else. Compare yourself to yourself. Where are you at right now? It doesn't make any sense to claim a billion dollar goal in the next 12 months if you've made, you know, $10,000 last year, right? You got to grow into being the person who does that, but you could claim a big ass goal from the the $10,000 mark. Maybe that's, you know, 500K or 100K or something like that that would be, be tremendous for you. Okay, the next thing to look at here is, did you go into denial and shrink back? Like after you claimed your, your big stretch goal, did you go, uh, no, maybe I shouldn't, or maybe that's not the right goal, or maybe I should do something else, or is that even possible? That is the denial phase of manifestation. Let me just tell you, that that is where we go off track, and it's our subconscious programming trying to keep us small and safe. Small because it's not going for growth and safe because it doesn't want you to get hurt and die. Okay. It being you, but your subconscious programming and we're, we're kind of making it its own thing to talk about it. Okay. So we've got desire that's turned, been turned into a goal. So the desire, uh, I want to say one more thing about desire and, and claiming, claiming your desire, claiming the, the destination, Right now, we're talking about the psychology of money, so we're talking about claiming a money goal, but you could also be claiming a lifestyle goal. When I did this, it was initially a money goal, but then as I started becoming the woman who was having that experience, I recognized that I needed to claim some other goals in my life as well that's outside of the purview, if you will, of this um, episode, the series, but the, you're going to want to look at the, the, the impact goals that you have, the spiritual goals that you have, the lifestyle goals that you have, the relationship goals that you have, the health and fitness goals, um, the beauty goals, the environment goals, all these other aspects. So make sure that you do that as well for the other things in your life. Um, so, so important. Okay. So we've got a desire for more money, but we know that that's not enough. We have to turn it into a goal because if we just say more money, there's not, that's not a clear destination. Okay. So a clear financial goal, money goal, that's going to allow you to have a, a psychology that helps you make that money is about clarity. So you need to have that, that goal super, super clear and it needs to be articulated by a number, okay? It can't just be more money or um, be richer or anything like that. It needs to be really super, super clear. Heaven's first law is order. We live in an ordered universe. It, it, this, is, this is about the law of cause and effect. If the, the number, the, the financial goal, the money goal is the effect you have to know then what causes to put into effect to get there for sure. But taking that, and we're going to talk about the way in part two of this series. Okay. So hang tight on that. But right now, clarity is the cause. The effect is a clear goal. When you have a clear goal, that's a cause. The effect is, 
you know, being driven towards taking the actions that are required to meet that goal. And then you take those actions and then the effect that's then because it becomes a cause and that effect is the result that you want. Now I've simplified that, but I want you to understand that we live in a cause of uh, cause and effect universe and that there is a train of causation where uh, one cause leads to an effect, that effect becomes a cause of another effect, that effect becomes a cause of another effect. It's a train of causation and you want to put the right causes into effect. So first, it's about claiming your desire. Second, it's about making it clear, making it a a goal that's not wishy-washy or vague, a number goal. And then the third part is making a decision. I am doing this. And even more powerful than saying I am doing this is, is to claim it and say it is done. It is decided. And decision is cutting off all other options. It's not saying I'll change my mind in three days or three weeks or three months when the going gets tough. It's saying I'm in, I'm all in, I'm doing this until I have created what I want. So if you aren't at that level of decision, you've got to ask yourself, what's stopping you from deciding? And again, we're going to go into belief systems and owning your belief system in part three of this series, because that's what's stopping you from deciding ultimately. But for now, I want you to think about like, what are the the fears that are coming up? We've got the fear of disappointment, which is really a question mark a question around, can I do it? Am I really capable? And, and, and it's a self-trust question and, and a commitment question and a confidence question. So for me, I, I just, I was like, okay, I'm following this. I'm going to do this. I want to make a million dollars. And I claimed that, and I didn't let go of it, even though the, 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 the going got tough for sure. I'm not going to BS you the going gut tough for sure. And I, there were months where I was like, I don't know if this is working. I don't know what to do. I was spinning out. What if I don't make it? All of that, that stuff came up and I just, I stayed the course and I kept my, my goal in mind, my vision of that in mind. I, I became emotionally invested in it and I fell in love with it and I kept getting emotionally invested in the outcome, the feeling that I would have if I achieved that goal, when I achieved that goal. And yet that year, as you heard previously, I went from 138 to 700K, not shabby, okay? And yet I didn't meet my goal. I didn't get to seven figures. I didn't get to a million dollars. I didn't. And you know what? I was really disappointed. I was so sad. I cried my eyes out. It didn't last very long. And some of you might be going, oh my God, a little entitled. You five times your income. Why are you so freaking sad? Exactly. My point exactly. But I felt disappointed. I didn't I didn't live up to my own expectations. I didn't achieve my goal. Um, and I had to really go back and analyze the causes and effects that I put into to play. Had I done my best? Had I done everything that I could do? 
And the truth was, I, I hadn't. I'd allowed myself to get distracted in certain ways. I'd allowed myself not to be consistent in certain ways or accountable in other ways. I lost my focus on this. I went off track with this. Was the result still better than if I hadn't claimed that big ass goal? Absolutely. 100%. I wouldn't have gotten to 700 if I wasn't going to a million. And I had to risk the fear of being disappointed. And it hurt. It was painful. And guess what? I survived that. I did not die. And I woke up. And guess what? I was still really proud of myself. Right? Okay. So can I do it is a fear of disappointment, among other things. Then we have the fear of abandonment and rejection. You know, this comes forward where you start having thoughts about like, well, is it going to be lonely at the top? My, 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 will I alienate my family and friends? You know, my family and friends don't relate to this. Should I, should I really go for it if they can't relate to it? Or thoughts of things like, uh, that's not what the women in my family do. That's not how I was brought up. People from my background don't make it. Um, I'm a farm girl. I just had a client. I hope she's listening right now. Tell me, you know, that's not what a farm girl in Wisconsin does, right? It's totally outside of, of anything that her, her family and friends and, and her upbringing thought was possible for her. So you have to face that fear of rejection, fear of abandonment that's underneath those thoughts that keep you from really claiming what you want. Then there's the fear of failure. And this is, you know, a fear of of losing security. Like, am I going to put all my money into my business and then lose it all and then not have any money? That's a fear of, of, of failure that's related to security. And you, the, the, the thing is, if you decide you're going to do it, come hell or high water, right? You won't. You are at cause. You are the engine. But you have to be unstoppable and you have to be committed to and you can't be wishy-washy. And you can't change your mind and you can't lose your focus. And let me just tell you, I understand about losing focus. I, I have the, the ADHD entrepreneur's mind as well, but there's a way to move beyond that and you have to be so committed and not come up with excuses, okay? So uh, sometimes people don't decide because of that fear of failure, fear of losing uh, the security around money. And here's the thing, when you know how to create as much money as you want whenever you want it, you become uber secure. Nothing can take that away from you because you always know what you would do. Okay. Sometimes the fear of failure is a self-worth thing. You know, you, you think if I try this and fail, am I going to lower my self-worth? Like I'm, I'm, I'm going, I'm, I'm so, um, uh, my, my self-worth is, is, is so tenuous right now. If I go for it, will I just knock myself down at the knees and not be able to get up? And if that's you, you have to do some things to build your self-worth, okay, for sure. And that's another teaching, but that is very important, okay? And then part of fear of failure is around the judgment from others. So that goes hand in hand with the fear of rejection. But sometimes people think, if I, if I try and fail and the world sees me, I'm going to be judged and they are going to shame me. And I don't want to feel shamed and I don't want to feel rejected. 
but you have to face all these things. You absolutely must. You have to. If you want to be unstoppable and you want to make your big freaking money goal and you and you want to be rich financially, let's not skirt the issue. You want to have, you know, those zeros in your bank account, like maybe it's six zeros, maybe it's seven zeros. Like how many zeros do you want in your bank account? Like how much cash do you want on hand? What would feel rich to you? Okay. So you have to, you have to face these, these fears and, and make a decision that you're going for it. Another thing that comes up a lot that holds people back from making a decision is the, the concept of, I don't have time. There's so many alibis around this. Um, I don't have time because my health is poor. I don't have time because I'm getting knee, knee surgery. I don't have time because my, I'm moving or buying a house or my kids are doing this or, or they're out for the summer or this or that. It, there's my, my husband needs me. I need to work in his company. Um, I need to do uh, this certification first. There's all sorts of things that say I don't, that, that cause you to say I don't have time for what I want to grow for what I want to build in this world, for me living out my purpose. And those are all alibis that keep you freaking small. And you don't win that way, guys. You just don't win. You either are someone who creates time for herself or someone who doesn't. It's very binary. Now, their degree, now that I said it's very binary, like you can be someone who says, I'm working from, 9am to 3pm on my business. The other times are mom times. That's fine. You've created time. Okay. If you're doing four jobs and you're not working in your business, what do you need to do to free yourself from that? You create the time. It's so important. And I want to read this quote by Napoleon Hill in Think and Grow Rich. It is one of the most powerful pieces in this whole book. He says, in parting, I would remind you that life is a checkerboard and the player opposite you is time. If you hesitate before moving or neglect to move promptly, your men will be wiped off the board by time. You are playing against a partner who will not tolerate indecision. So important, you guys so important. You have to decide you are going to do this. This is about putting a demand on the universe. This is about saying, this is what I'm going to create. And then putting a demand on the universe, which is both the spiritual universe and yourself, because all of spirit is inside of you as well. And you have to put a demand on yourself. That's a teaching for another time, but just know that. Here's the thing. You are either someone who does it or someone who makes excuses. So if you're using the excuse, I don't have time, and you're using that in order not to make a decision to claim your goal, you have to look at that. I lovingly hold out a hand and say, make that decision and I can help you execute on it. But you are the only one who can make that decision. You are the only one who can step forward. I get that sometimes it's scary. I get that sometimes it's hard. I get that our conditioned thinking keeps us saying yes to to everyone else but ourselves. I get all of that. And yet you have to make a decision 
it's my time. I'm ready to go for it. I deserve this. Let's go. Okay. This is my line in the sand. And here's the thing. You are going to have challenges. It's not going to be just because you have claimed your des- destination, you've claimed your desire, claimed your goal, claimed, made a decision, got clear about it. Just because you've done those things doesn't mean that the way is easy. There, there will be times where you will have to pick yourself up when you fall down. There will be lots of scraped knees and bruised elbows. And if, if you're my client, you get the encouragement to keep going at this point and the reset and the reframe and the next step. Okay. But the point isn't that you won't fall down. The point is that you prove to yourself that you're worthy of continuing and you do this by taking action. This is how you become unstoppable. This is how you make an income breakthrough and you make it, you create it. You are at cause. You make your money goal, not by wishing, not by hoping, though hope is an important element. It, it, hope alone does not work. Okay. That's, that's just being a dreamer does not work. We all need dreams. They, they are a spark, but that alone is not enough. You've got to be someone who goes after her, her goals. And that starts with, you know, desire and then decision and, and letting go of all the denial, all the places where you're saying I can't because. So one last thing on goals, don't lower your income goal just because it's gotten hard or you don't see the way. In fact, put a demand on the universe. There's that concept again. Put a demand on the universe by keeping your goals. I tell the women in our spirit of wealth mastermind, which is our high level mastermind for women in business, that if you have a goal, if you've said you're going to do something, whether that's a daily goal or a weekly goal, a monthly goal, a yearly goal, whatever it is, do it. So if it's a daily goal, and it's 11.59 and you've just crawled into bed and all you want to do is go to sleep, but you're going to break your word with yourself and break your commitment, go do the thing that you need to do, that you were committed to doing. Get it done. Don't go to sleep. Don't let time pass not having done it. It's super, super important. And, and I have had to do this myself. There was one year where I realized in December that I was quite a ways from making my income goal. And I ended up canceling a vacation to Mexico. And this was pre-COVID. Uh, and I started getting into action on making calls. And I realized I, on, on New Year's Day that I was still just a small amount away. But so I started, you know, increasing the frequency of my outreach and, and my calls to, to people And I had to do that. Did I want to be done like three weeks ago and going on vacation? Absolutely. But I wasn't. And in order to keep my word to myself, I made calls up through New Year's Eve. I think I stopped making calls around 1030 or 11. No kidding. And that year, I thought I missed my goal that evening by something like 200 or $400. I can't remember the exact amount. And, um, you know, I was like, okay, gave it the good college try. And I found out later from my accountant who keeps better records than I do that I had surpassed my, my goal, which was great by a few thousand dollars. So that was a, a great lesson in keeping my commitment to myself and, and not being someone who stays in 
the pattern of disappointment. I really wanted to change that aspect of how I was being in this world. And you can do this too. And you can do this on a daily, weekly, monthly, annual basis. And this is how you become someone who is worthy of the goal that she's going after. Now, I say that and I want you guys to understand that we're all born worthy. On a spiritual plane, you are already worthy. You are already worthy of everything you want. There's nothing you have to do on a spiritual plane. And we live on this 3D, you know, planet that's spinning through the universe. And if you, on this physical plane, if you want to feel worthy of receiving at a much higher level, you have to be someone who does the things that create that outcome. You actually have to do something differently and become someone who is worthy of that to receive it. And until you grow to be that person, you won't receive at that level. And in order to grow to be that person, there's a a variety of things that you have to do. Today, I just want to talk about one, which is taking those actions. Okay. So it's important to to know that you have to take action when you are going for more, when you are really claiming your destination, claiming your goal, claiming your big money goal. You have to really know that you have to take action. There's no, you cannot live in a alternate universe that says it's just going to fall from the sky. Now, one of the things I like to say is it's not magic, right? It's not, the money's not going to rain from the sky and just like, oh, look, I manifested a million dollars. Oh, look, I manifested my money goal. It doesn't work like that. That's a, a way of, of um, doing spiritual bypassing that's just asinine. I, I pause there because it, it, it irritates me so much when people really look at the, the laws of the universe and how to manifest and they, they, they make, they simplify it in a way that lets them off the hook from growth. And in order to grow, you actually have to do something different, not just think something different. So that being said, action is it comes in two different forms. There is very masculine action and very feminine action. And I want to be clear that when I'm talking about masculine action and feminine action, I'm talking about the, the masculine essence and the feminine essence, not being a man or being a woman. Generally speaking, more most men have more masculine essence in them than feminine, and most women have more feminine than masculine. That said, there are a lot of women these days are, who are very much in their masculine because when you're running a business, you have to be in your masculine quite a bit. That's a, that's a big part of the kind of action that you need to take. And you need to know the difference between when to activate your masculine and when to open the way to your feminine. And I just want to plant a seed for staying tuned for the fourth part in this series, which is about taking action from that feminine place and allowing yourself to, to receive in that way and to step into more and to feel worthy from that perspective as well. So with that, we're going to make it a wrap. Stay tuned for part two, which is claiming the way 
the plan, your next steps, all of that. Part three, claiming your belief system. Remember, this is the linchpin for making the whole thing work. And then part four, claiming your feminine and, and having that, that ability to receive and feel worthy and, and um, work at a much higher level in a uh, way that doesn't tax your system, but allows you to have a really delightful life. So make sure to subscribe to our podcast. Make sure to share this uh, series with other women entrepreneurs. And I would love to invite you to our free Facebook group where we discuss these kinds of things at theunstoppablewoman.com slash Facebook group. That will get you to our Facebook group. So again, that's theunstoppablewoman.com slash Facebook group. And I cannot wait to see you there. Okay, rock it out, be unstoppable, and I'll catch you in the next episode. Hey, thanks so much for joining us and being part of the Unstoppable Woman movement. We have got a ton of free resources for scaling your business at theunstoppablewoman.com slash free stuff. And you can find that link in the description below. So go ahead and check those out. And we'd also love your help in getting our message out to more and more women. If you'd be willing to share this video with all the unstoppable women in your life, that would be fantastic. And while you're at it, hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode. Reviews, likes, and comments are greatly appreciated. We go in and read them all. So thank you for those. And thanks for listening and be unstoppable. Yeah.